Welcome back to the Restylish Podcast. We are on episode three. Thank you guys for coming back and tuning in. Follow the Restylish Podcast on Instagram, on Twitter. We're going to have a YouTube, Mm -hmm. Apple Music, all that good stuff. You can always just go to Restylish.com though. So today I have my co-host Karen, who you all know. You want to say hi, girl? Hello, hello. And then we have a special guest with us. You want to introduce yourself? What's going on? My name is David. And we are here to talk about whatever we want to talk about today. So we're going to let David bring on the topic for today. So yeah, uh, I just wanted to come on the show today and uh, discuss some of the things that's been happening uh, you know, within our society. Uh, of course, a lot's been going on lately with... Uh, you know, the George Floyd situation. Uh, we got a lot of protesters out there. And uh, I felt like, you know, you know, with this platform, you know, give us a chance to kind of discuss, you know, um, s- some of the social issues we've been having. So uh, thank you for inviting me, you know. No doubt. And uh, first, I, you know, I just, I just wanted to discuss about, you know, a lot of the race relations in uh, America, you know. From my experiences as a black man, um, these were situations that I kind of saw forecoming years ago. Um, I think we've gotten to the point now where a lot of people feel frustrated. Um, you know, they feel let down by uh, community leaders, uh, police officers, and governments. And I think right now, yeah, of course, you know, um, I think a lot of people right now, they just feel like, you know, the only solution to their issue right now is just to kind of, you know, rebel against the system. And, um, you know, it's one of those things, I know a lot of people have different opinions about it, but, you know, I'm kind of curious to, you know, to how you guys, you know, feel about everything, you know? So, you know, I've been, I've, I've honestly felt really strong about this. Mm-hmm. I've been posting on my social media, like nonstop, signing petitions. Yeah. I was even going to go to the Black Lives Matter walk, work interfered, of course, but I, 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 it, and it's draining as well. That's why I was speaking to Sarah about it earlier. However, like, I don't know. I just, I feel like people are hurt. Mm-hmm. So people are, are, you know, they're really hurt. And I know people have, like, someone even came at me on my Instagram wow. on DM and was like, oh, Oh, so you're for the you're for the looters? Cause I posted something <laughs> regarding to the looters. I'm not saying I'm for the looters or that I'm not. Um, nor am I saying that they're wrong right. or they're right. But people are hurt and people are gonna react whether you like it or not. Especially after quarantine being locked up. Of for course, like there's so many. It's been back to back to back. Like you said, Kobe, Corona, yeah. the war, now, the Black bees. Lives Matter, yeah, yeah. racism, everything coming to light. Yeah. So it's like. Yeah. How much can you even take? So somebody came at me and was like, "Oh, so you're for the looters?" Yeah. And I'm like, "No, <laughs> I'm not for the looters. Yeah. Nor am I saying I'm with them. Right. But people are gonna feel how they feel. I mean, <laughs> I just you know, and I, and I and I get the frustration and the pain and the anger. Um, of course, me being a little older now, um, you know, turning thirty three in a few few days. Wow. And um, you know, I just see a lot of young kids out there, which kind of like saddens me you know because i'm seeing the looting but you know a lot of times you see in america divided and a lot of people are pinning you know black kids latino kids white kids and um you know it just 
being on social media, like you said, is 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 draining, you know. And if you, if you're not careful, you know, you you know, it can cause you to kind of like just go crazy, you know. With us staying home, and uh, a lot of us are not working. Some of us are. Uh, I think, like you said, you know, um, the mixture of the crowd, you know, um, the fr- you know that that's causing people to really like rebel. And um, I think one thing that I've noticed uh, just watching some of these riots is that um, I think people, honestly, by by nature, by human nature, I think people want to be behind the movement. But with burning down your businesses and your community, I think it's hard to get behind that. You know. But do you know why they're doing that? Yes. Well, if you've been on social media a lot lately, I mean, there's been a lot of people posting videos of like these, uh, this group, uh, radical group called Antifa, that of that's been kind of like sort of, I guess, paying young kids to go, you know, burn down businesses and. And create a lot of chaos. Um, I don't know if you guys seen some of the videos where there's been bricks where local uh, Black Lives Matter uh, protesters have been saying that there's been bricks set up. Yeah, that's I saw that. But from from my youngins, like yeah. that I mentor and stuff, they were telling me that the reason they're burning down all these businesses mm-hmm. and their cities and stuff is because they feel like Black people built like built America they were here first mm-hmm. so they're like if we built it we were here first and it was like taken away from us right. then we're gonna take it back we're gonna right. burn it we're gonna get rid of it I'm not saying it's right to go and burn you know a local business that's exactly but that's, where um, but that's what there's you know and it's not even supposed to be riots and all that it's supposed to be protests right. for justice well that's and that's that's the tricky part too because you have a lot of people in there that are trying to protest you know like I saw one woman um she had a megaphone and she was trying to tell these these young white kids who with skateboards to stop because they were they were looting um one of the restaurants mm-hmm. and you saw some of the black life uh black lives matter uh protesters trying to stop it but these these kids you know these skaters were just you know hammering some of these glasses and things like that so you could tell there's like a I won't say a division, but there's like there's certain people in the crowd that's there for uh, that they're being opportunists, and then specific there's reasons for yes. for certain reasons. Yeah, there's bad and there's good in the world, right? You know that's and I and I and I think personally, okay, um, and if I'm looking at it as a long term, I think that we have to we have to really be careful how we we treat some of these businesses because you got to remember these are happening in a lot of like poor communities, right, in certain cities. And I think with everything that's going on with COVID and uh, unemployment going at a high rate, think about all these businesses that we're burning down that also affects a lot of the, you know, minorities that are working for, right. They don't have a job to go to now the next morning after you burned it down. So, yeah, you know, it feels good for a moment to, you know, take back what you think, you know, belongs to you. But at the same time, um, the government is still trying to pay for uh, a lot of the situations that are going on past few months with COVID. You know, um, the spending with the stimulus checks. We're still trying to get over that. Yeah. This country's in debt. I didn't even receive the first stimulus check. <laughs> so that doesn't really even pertain to me. Right. And it doesn't for a lot of people. But, you know, um, we have to remember, like, with major cities burning down and, and a lot of businesses hurting, the insurance companies companies are going to have to cover that 
and they're not going to be able to cover all these small businesses. Now, the major businesses like Verizon and maybe Popeyes or KFC, whoever, they're going to be the first ones taken care of they because shops. they're major co- corporations. But these small businesses, right? Because if you talk to small business owners, and you've seen a lot of the videos where they, some of them, been crying over the, you know, uh, the airwaves and things like that because they've worked so hard. But these really, are- I haven't seen any small business owners like crying over the business. What I've seen, I, was- I saw one, but that one is not recent. That was from years ago, like well, yeah. I think in the '90s. That people are that is resurfacing on right. the internet, and right. people think it's recent, but it's not. Well, it. I think it all depends on to. Uh, the pages like right now i know me and sarah was talking a few days ago and she was like uh why are you still up and um i stayed up to like two o'clock watching some of these these rides and it just like it took a toll on me because like the next morning i think i had to call off i was just like so like mentally drained i told you that too yeah saturday past saturday that was the day i was supposed to go to the black lives matter so oh, I, word. They, and I think the next day, Sarah was like, what's wrong? And I was like, Sarah, I can't talk because like, I'm just like... <laughs> and, and I don't know if she thought it was just me being... Personally, ups- yeah. Right, but I was just like, personal. I just needed a day where I was just like to myself. And one of the videos I saw that kind of made me a little bit emotional and it just had me up all night was um older black woman whose business got burned down and she was yelling, you know, whoever was recording her at the time, and she was just crying because she built the business up for from 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 the bottom. And she's like, "You guys don't realize the the pain and the suffering you guys are causing by burning these things out." And when I once I saw that, once I saw that, I realized, okay, this movement has been hijacked, and it's no longer about George Floyd. Now right. it's, it seems like okay, the looters are the looters who right. are thieves and right. are. And do this in, in, right. in, their daily, in their daily lives and they're just using it, they're utilizing it as an excuse. Now it's become an excuse to like just Become things right. However, at, piggyback, like piggybacking off uh, what you said mm-hmm. that you stated about black owned businesses and people being heard about that, which I totally understand and I respect that, but how they're, you know burning down mm-hmm. companies i feel like they should be going to trump's hotel <laughs> and burning down hit and burning down his companies and stuff like that like well here's the here's the thing about that i i me i like i said my mindset right now has changed because you know i'm a lot older and wiser so i think i, I i'm looking at it more you know how can we affect those that are doing the oppressing or you know, hurting communities. And and it's always been preached for years that the best way you you gain momentum is by the pockets. And I think with our generation, we're not fully organized like some of the past generations were. Like if you look at the civil rights movements, right, with Martin Luther King and some of those those leaders Michael back Max. Malcolm X. Although they were bad times in a sense they were also good times because a lot of laws got passed. Right. Because they organized. That's why I'm for the protesting. I right. love the protesting. One thing I realized, though, because a couple of years ago when we had the Black Lives Matter um, during the Trayvon Martin. Yes. I was out there in downtown. Wow, you were? And I didn't enjoy it because I felt like people came there with their own agendas. Nobody was really in sync on what the, the goal was, right? Mm-hmm. So like you know I and I know you mentioned you said you was 
thinking about going out there a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. I had a friend that was out there. And he told me that the vibe out there started off good, but then when, I guess, OPD, the police department was out there, it kind of got a little rowdy. Yes, so it he, did. So he left. That's what I'm saying. Right. How are you for the people? Right. We call you to protect and serve us. And so that that's something else that I've been, you know, very highly upset about because... Yeah. You know, you're supposed to be our protector, you know? Mm-hmm. We call you guys for emergency. Right. Nah, you're God is our there. protector. Let's and get that straight. There. Of course, of <laughs> course. That too, yes. Right. Of course, but, you know, people look, people look up to these people. Yeah, protect and serve. They're supposed to protect, protect, supposed and, serve. To protect right. and serve, you know? Right. Like, what you just said about the Saturday occasion and then mm-hmm. Thursday. Mm-hmm. There was a protest on Thursday and one of my co-workers' brothers were out there. Mm-hmm. And he went out there. She said everything started off peacefully. Mm-hmm. They went out there. Mm-hmm. He got arrested. The girlfriend got arrested. Yeah. Another friend got arrested. Yeah. Damn. So, so yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's things like that, you know, it just kind of makes you think. But um, like I said, you know, we just, we're just not organized. And then, like I said, people come out there with different. So um, what do you think can bring that organization or that, like, that calmness? There's well, no calmness. <laughs> no, but he's Not saying he said he's saying we need now. to be more organized. Well, so what is your strategy? Like, what's your solution? Because we can't just sit here and be like, we should do this better. We should do that. Like, well, what's the solution? I right. think I think the solution is that everybody has to get involved in their communities. Yes. And what I mean by that, it's not just a certain race group. I think it's gonna have to take a. Uh, but that is what's happening, though. Everyone, no, no. I, I don't, no, I don't think that, that's the case. <laughs> because, like I not. said, when you go to these protests, it's a mixture. So you have your, you have the leftists, you have the rightists, you have the Christ, you have certain Christians, maybe. Then you have other groups that are. But just, everyone is there for the same. Well, not necessarily the same reason, but like it's a protest for justice. Like here in our city, the police department put together the protest, mm-hmm. and it was peaceful. Well, I could tell you why. So you're talking about Kissimmee, not Orlando, right? Yeah, and I can tell you guys that why. And um, and uh, how do get, you know why? Because we, if you think about it, and we can get a little political, right? And I've I've noticed this because let's the, get political. <laughs> tell us why. Well, just look around. Just look at some of these states that have been um, looting and rioting. If you really pay attention to all these states and cities, okay. A lot of them have been blue states. And what I mean by that, they've been democratic states. So when a lot of the people that have been complaining about the police brutality, they've been under democratic states. I always tell people that the problem is not racism in America. It is the reform that needs to be done in the system. You need a, They need to change and reform the justice uh, um, system, uh, the police on how they're treating um, law-abiding citizens across the, the entire country. Um, if you notice in certain red states, like uh, Florida is considered a red state, Republican state, right? But if you notice, some of the uh, protesting we have here has not been as bad as it has been up north. Yeah. So, like, uh, you know, my hometown in Naples, uh, my brother was a part of some of the protests down there. It was peaceful because the cops... Um, you know, created the the protest. They were walking with the the citizens. You know, they were kneeling and whatever it was that they were doing, and that reassured to a lot of the you know the the locals that okay, hey, the cops are with us. 
Now, some of these cities where you guys seen in some of these videos where the cops are pushing people down right. during these protests, these cops, um, I, you know, I, I don't agree with how they're, they're, they're handling a lot of situations because you're just intensifying the situation even more. Correct. But like I said, you have to read carefully and pay attention because um, some of these politicians that have been in office for years, for 40, 30 years, these are the same people we're voting in. But these are they the people. They need to get out. They, I don't know why they're still in the office. Thank you. Because people not voting. That's why they so distracted. People by what's going are on. are not voting, but there are a lot of people that are, and they're voting the same people. Did y'all and, see? Did y'all see that? Um, Snoop Dogg was like, "This is the first time I'm gonna go vote finally." Well, yeah, and I'll be honest with you guys. I didn't vote last elections. I really didn't. A lot vote. of people didn't. That's what I'm saying. People are not going out and voting. I really didn't care for uh, both sides at the time, but uh, you know, I. Shared with Sarah something personal a couple of days ago, um, and I'm not gonna go too into it. Yeah, but you might not want to say that on the podcast. <laughs> I'm not gonna. And, and, yeah, <laughs> but I have my reasons, and I and I and I think if people really researched and they did their, you know, um, due diligence, right? You know, they would understand why I went that route, and I think when you really look at history. If you don't really pay attention to history, it always repeats itself. And I think that's what's happening right now. And For I sure. think it's hitting people hard because they've been so, I don't want to say like in a bubble, but, you know, like I said, um, we can't completely blame Trump for this because racism has been here for a long time. You know? I mean, he doesn't make it, he doesn't make it better. Um... I think derogatory comments. But, I mean, I don't understand. I, I I think what's what's like I said, um, racism has been here for a long time, and we can't just pin it on one group, you know. Because from my experiences, no, yeah. my parents are from Haiti, so growing up in Florida, we suffered a lot of uh, you know, uh, you know, situations where we were, uh, you know, uh, discriminated against, even people that looked like us. You know, we, we fought against a lot of the African-Americans here in the state, in New York and wherever, because we were different. I'm sure like you, you've probably had your situations experience. And I've, and I've always tell people the problem is not racism. It's good or evil inside somebody's heart. You know, and I Period. think that's what it is. I think that's what it is. It's 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 the because we all know right and wrong. Right and, wrong. and if we choose to do wrong, that's on us. And that's and between it, and it starts at home. And God. It starts at home. If you have parents that teach you respect and uh, morale and things like that, you're going to treat others with the same respect and things like that. Absolutely. Now, if you don't have if you don't have that in the home, if you haven't been brought up that way, of course, your your outlook in life is going to be but, different. But no, but when you grow up, you can do your research. And you can, you know, you can become your own person. We can't blame it on how you were raised all the way. Because some of us, we have a lot of resources. We can go and look things up. That's why you you can change your beliefs. You can change your religion. Because when you're born, you're just one religion. That's true. But, But you know, through life. And I agree with you on that too, Sarah. But I think a lot of times, some people don't maturely grow up. Right? Yeah, but that's, that's people's like responsibility is whether they want to grow up or not like so i'm glad you mentioned that right because uh i don't know if you guys notice a lot of celebrities have been dragged under the bus you know for certain comments and statements or things that they said in the past and it's getting dragged back you know into the public eye like Like what drew Brees, like or 
What did um, he say? You gotta give us a solid example. Well, I won't mention Drew Brees, but I I know Jimmy Fallon or one of those Jimmy guys uh, had said something or did something back in the day where he wore a black face. Now this is a white man that's you know doing this, and they they brought it back up from something that happened like in the early two thousands. Now, of course, you know, people mature throughout life, you know what I mean? Like, people grow. Like, like, do you guys believe, like, if somebody says something racist 10 years ago, and let's say they go through life um, realizing their mistakes, and they've asked for forgiveness, do you think that person's heart can change within those years? You asking us from a religious point of view, or are you asking us from a... Like, like either, like, do you think like, okay, like, let's say you, you have hatred for a certain group of people, right? When you're younger or you like when you're young, you know, but I, I've never had hatred against a certain group of people. Well, I'm just saying like, you know, for example, like, you know, let's, let's say, um, you know, one of those racist rednecks that you might've been neighbors with. And let's say as when you guys were kids. He might, you know, that person might have said something racist to you, but as like ten years down the line, you bump into that person is a whole different person. Like, apologize to you, yo. Like, you know, I was wrong for what I said, but like, we're now condemning him for something he said back then, but we don't know what his heart is now. Have you ever said anything Me? back in the day that was like borderline racist? Uh, yeah, or yeah, something that you can get. Cr- crucified for today somebody somebody look at you and be like whoa you said that like you know what i think we've all said something no i'm saying have you me yes about a certain group anything have you said anything that you could get crucified for today like if someone pulled up or you have like what I, I i i can't remember but i'm you know i think everybody like when you're young, no you i don't think so. everybody no i'm sorry i've never said anything like but that's racist or like but that's okay. When I mean racist, I don't I mean like something racist. It's just ignorance. Just, like, it's just ignorance, ignorant, right? It's, like, it's just ignorance, right? right when right. you're younger, you're 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 immature. Like you don't you don't know any better. But like as you get older, you wise up. You it's know? just ignorant. It's like it's like the n word. Right. Like back in the day, people were using it so yeah. freely, like it was nothing. Right. You know, but and now still people like that today. You know. Yeah, but they like they just may not say it in front of you, but they. <laughs> you know? I really want. I really wanted to play this video, but. We're in here. And no, we'll, we'll play later. Let me close out this podcast, <laughs> though. So, um, yeah, I mean, this was a very interesting discussion. Oh, yeah, we had David come in, and he really just, he had a lot to say. So, <laughs> anything you want to say to close out? I do want to say something to close out. Did you guys um, hear about the, the, the revision within the law of uh, taking uh, videos of policemen? No, in, I didn't hear Arizona? about that. Yeah, so now it's illegal to take a video of uniformed police in um in Arizona. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I heard of, of there was, yeah I heard about That's that, wild. but I didn't I didn't really dive too. Isn't much that isn't that a commitment a com, what is it called com, what is it uh, a law? Yes. Well, that so how do they change? Oh, because the the public has a clear right to free speech and to exactly. So they just <laughs> they just disregarding well, that. That's that's my issue as well. So that's why I, I we were talking and we kind of. Um, brushed on it but that's why I said you know a lot of these young people and people in general just really got to pay attention to these politicians that they're voting into the office because these are the people that are creating these laws of course and if we don't participate and get involved we can't get mad when things get passed right so right I just want to ask one question before we uh we close here because I don't know since you've heard about that have you also heard about um 
now a lot of these states want to defund a lot of these uh, police departments. Um, basically defunding, you know, these police de- uh, departments. I know in LA or in California, um, $150 million um, is getting defunded by the state. So that... I was not aware of that. Right. So if you haven't, you know, um, heard about that, please look into it because I think that is something that we need to really pay close attention to. Why? If we start defunding police departments, right... We got to remember, like you said early in the video, these are people that we look to to serve, to and, serve protect. and protect us. Now, of if, if we're not keeping them happy, do you think many of them are going to stick around? They pay teachers like mad low and they always take money away from them. But think about this. Now, imagine if a lot of police departments, right, lose officers. There's going to be a lot of chaos in the streets. There is. So There's just, already chaos in the street. <laughs> you have the bad, you have the bad cops, and you have the good cops. Right. So that's that's why I was telling people like we have to really like um, pay attention to these things and really get involved. And no, you know we, I think we have to we have to change as a society. We can't just you know wake up, go to work, not pay attention to what's happening. You right. Know? I don't know how people can be so oblivious. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like you said. At, at my job, they're totally like that. And I right. don't know if they do it because, you know, mm-hmm. within the professional, right. as, you know, the aspect of the professional yeah. industry and how there's certain things that you, that shouldn't be spoken upon and politics and yeah. racism. So I don't know if it's just the front or yeah. they really don't care right, right. or... You know? But we, we have to change that mindset because, like I said, uh, laws are being changed underneath the surface and we're not paying attention to these laws being changed. So when things happen and we're like, yo, what happened? Yeah, this law got changed. Sorry. So um, that's why I said, you know, we have to really pay attention and really kind of figure out, oh, like when you mentioned that whole Arizona um, state law, that's why I was telling you, like, pay attention to these states. Who is it? run by is it run by the red is it run by the blue and if it's run by either or we get, we need to get these people out and put people in there that's gonna get the job done make so, the transition right so we can't we can't look at it as like a popularity contest we gotta look at um politicians that have a background of like getting stuff done and you know doing right by the people so and these people have been in there like for years like I and I I don't understand like and people do you not try- get old right <laughs> like I, I saw a great- do y'all want to retire <laughs> like- well I saw a great post about that um earlier today when they mentioned uh, Speaker Pelosi Nancy Pelosi and um, Joe Biden you know Joe Biden says that he's for the people and he's marched with the people but in 1994 if you guys don't know this along with him and uh, Bill Clinton they created the crime bill that put the most out of all presidents or uh, administration, they were the ones to put more black and Latino men in prison than any other president in the history. Really? There's a documentary on Netflix about it called 13. Wow. Mm-hmm. So if you watch that, they'll tell you that the Clinton administration, which a lot of people still claim to say that Bill Clinton was the first black president. No, he wasn't. But, you know, a lot of people will put him in that category. But I said, yo, but this guy was the one to... Uh, put blacks and latino in in prison so and they created the crime bill so if you uh have any friends i said you you're from new york right yes so if you remember during that time new york was uh i want to say very violent when because new york can always be well rough right 
But um, I think the mayor at the time was Rudy uh, Giuliani, and he, uh, Rudy was the one that uh, implemented the uh, search and frisk law that will allow police to um, search uh, young black and Latino men. Right. So, yeah, look into that, you know. And like I said, you know, this was under Biden and, and Hillary Clinton. And I so think, that they can basically racial profile is right. what you're saying? And mm-hmm. cops have even came forward and said that they were told to do that. You're lying. I, you're shocked about that? Yeah, research it. It's, there's YouTube videos of cops even saying that. Like, they were on talk shows and saying that. Why? Why were they told to racial profile? Well, I mean, they have to get, you know... Racism, pri- girl. Racism. Well, that too, but prison industry. Like I said, it's a business. Just like the... Disgusting. You know, just like the um, the health industry. You know, the doctors and things like that. You know, medicine. You got to keep people sick to, you know, make money and things like Just like a prison system. Oh, it's, 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 it's all a business. So, um, you know, and I guess blacks and Latinos were like the easy targets in New York. And if you notice, now New York in certain areas are more of a... What do you call... Um, a touristy spot like time uh Times square if you notice uh Times square back in the 80s and 90s there were like places where a lot of prostitution um uh would happen yeah and um it wasn't touristy like it is now that's because uh mary uh rudy giuliani at that time um had that stop frisk rule and also i think it was bill clinton that in, um raised up the number of years that you would serve prison time if you were caught with uh uh, cocaine or things like that. So, um, so we got a lot of you know we got a lot of guys you know in prison right now serving time for little minor offenses like marijuana and things like yeah, that. Yeah, it's been like that for a long time. Yeah, and I think it was under Disgusting. Obama administration. But now it's illegal in like California. Well, if you Colorado. Guys, well, if you notice, uh, Kim Kardashian um, in recent months was. Uh, I think working with um, the government. She's to, been active, boy. She's been active. She's, I love it. They were releasing a lot of inmates that were serving time that they shouldn't have mm-hmm. been serving for. So, and they're they're basically correcting the mistakes of those past administrations. Right. So, so yeah. So that's what's up. Progress, 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 progress. 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 Yeah. Good night, right. people. Get involved. Get involved. Take change. Take change. No yeah. matter what stand. If you're, you know protesting signing petitions making phone calls because i've even done that as well different different just take a stand be the transition yes thank you guys for tuning in to episode three stay tuned for the next episode if you need any updates on behind the scenes follow us on instagram and we'll talk to you guys soon bye